Hey there angels, welcome to First Love Yourself, the podcast where we're diving into the art of self-love with a splash of sass and a sprinkle of laughter. I'm your guide on this self-love rollercoaster, Sabrina, and I'm thrilled to have you join our tribe. Whether you're a self-love pro or just dipping your toes, get ready for real talk, shared stories, and a whole lot of love. So buckle up, buttercup, it's time to unleash your inner glow. Welcome back angels. So this week we are going to cover boundaries because Lord knows from the conversations we've had some of you have no idea what they are and you're definitely not enforcing them. So we're going to go over the basics of what boundaries are, why they're important, why you should be enforcing them but how to do so in a non asshole way. So (laughs) get comfy, grab a drink and be ready to be a little bit triggered because I feel like today might be one of those days. So boundaries play a critical role in our self-growth and well-being. They are the emotional, physical and mental limits that we establish to protect ourselves and define our own personal space. So let's cover some of the reasons why boundaries are so important. So firstly, self-awareness. Establishing boundaries requires self-reflection and an understanding of your own needs, values, and limits. If you don't understand yourself, how do you expect others to understand you? If you don't actually know what your wants, needs, and values are, how exactly are you supposed to express those to others and have them respected? You need to do the inner work and you need to understand what it is you actually want for yourself to be able to enforce this with other people. And with that being said, that then follows on to healthy relationships. Boundaries are essential for maintaining healthy relationships. They help define expectations and limitations within the relationship. They help foster communication and understanding. Again, if you don't know what it is that you want, you don't know how to ask for that from somebody. One of my all-time favourite quotes when it comes to boundaries is... Boundaries are not drawn to keep something out, but to protect what is in. Your boundaries are just that, they are yours. And I think sometimes we think of boundaries as a way to demand how we expect other people to react and behave when actually it is you that needs to respect your boundaries above all else. They are there to protect you. So you need to enforce them just as much as you hope that other people will uphold them. Another hugely important part of setting boundaries is preventing burnout. Without boundaries it is so easy to become overwhelmed and burnt out. So setting limits on your time, your energy and your commitments can help prevent exhaustion. If you are saying yes to everybody else and everything and anything, you are going to burn yourself out so quickly. You need to prioritise your wants, needs and values because if you are saying yes to everything and you are over committing your time and energy, you are going to run yourself into the ground and then you're no use to anybody, yourself or anybody else. Setting up and upholding your boundaries helps prioritise what really matters to you. By clearly defining your limits, you can focus on activities and relationships that actually align with your goals and values. If you're giving all your time and energy to things that don't actually align with you you are never going to get to where you want to be so I think we always assume that boundaries are things that we need other people to do or not do but sometimes it's important to set boundaries purely just for yourself 
One of my personal favourite outcomes of setting boundaries and one that I realised myself when I began doing this was that as you learn to assert your boundaries, you build confidence in your ability to advocate for yourself and this increased confidence spills over into other aspects of your life. It, oh, when you lack self-love, self-worth, boundaries, all these things that we're going to cover and talk about on this podcast, you lack confidence in your own ability, whether that's come from being broken down by bullies at school or bad relationships or shitty parents, you find it very difficult to trust yourself and the more you set boundaries, the more confident you become in your own ability to know what you do and don't want and it's so empowering. So yeah, increased confidence is one of my personal favourites that has come from setting healthy boundaries. And lastly, before we move on, setting and enforcing boundaries often involves stepping outside your comfort zone confronting your fears and taking on new challenges these experiences contribute to personal growth and expanding your capabilities and resilience the more you do this the more confidence you'll have in yourself the more willing you will be to try new things I definitely think that personally from learning to set healthy boundaries saying no when I mean it and not accepting things that don't align with my values has massively pushed me to be able to do things that I never thought I'd be able to do um, and to be able to actively step outside my comfort zone and grow in so many different ways. Okay, so now we know what boundaries are and the role that they play, but how do we actually put this into practice? How do we identify what our boundaries are or communicate them? And most importantly, how do we do this without feeling guilty? So one of the best ways to identify personal boundaries is self-reflection. And my personal favourite and the one that I preach from the high heavens as a way of doing this is journaling. We will be having an entire episode on journaling soon. I think it's amazing. If you speak to me on the regular or you speak to me one-on-one, you will know that I always say, if in doubt, write it down. Journaling is so powerful. So when using it for self-reflection and how to find your boundaries, if you are struggling with them, regularly write down your thoughts, feelings, and experiences, and then pay attention to situations that make you feel uncomfortable or stressed. Um, Analyze these instances, and I see if there's a pattern or potential areas where you could do with certain boundaries. So if for example the same thing keeps coming up for you like you're saying yes to going somewhere or doing something for somebody and afterwards or even during you are feeling stressed or anxious or just generally unhappy write that down and if you start to see a pattern that could be an area that you need to set a boundary um so for example we all know that I love the sound of my own voice I love to communicate with my friends and loved ones through voice communication but because I am quite a I wouldn't say sociable person because I'm not but because I have quite a large group of people that I speak to on the regular I struggle with 
doing that as a phone call. So everybody knows that my chosen form of communication is a voice note. That for me is a boundary. It allows me to speak to the people I want to speak to in the depth I want to speak to them, but on my time. I'm not constantly answering the phone. I'm hearing your voice and I'm listening to your words and I'm taking them in. So we are having that deep connection, but it is on my time. I don't feel like I'm neglecting my children to do so or I'm feeling like I have to juggle other things to be on the phone. So for me, that is a, it is a boundary. Um, it is a way that I choose to communicate and I expect others to uphold that. So yeah, if in doubt, write it down because the thing is you can experience these triggers every day, but life gets in the way. This could happen in the morning, by the evening you've forgotten about it, then it happens again and you're anxious or pissed off again, but you don't identify the pattern because you've got no log of it. So journaling for a million reasons is amazing, but for this, it's more of like just keeping track of what and when you could do with saying, I ain't doing that shit. Another great practice for self-reflection and identifying your boundaries is mindfulness and meditation. By practicing mindfulness, you will stay present and aware of your own emotions. And then meditation can help you gain clarity on your values, priorities, and make it easier to recognize when your boundaries are being tested. I know some people still think that meditation is very woo, it is very monk-like, it is not something that everybody is incorporating in their life, but you should be, and I don't mean you have to sit on the floor cross-legged with your eyes closed and your fingers in a certain position, humming at certain frequencies, I just mean taking five minutes to be still and be present in your own thoughts to actually sit and process your day or a feeling that is coming up so that you can properly identify what it is, why it is there and how to move past it. And my final tip for self-reflection is assess your physical and emotional limits. Reflect on your physical and emotional capacities and then identify what situations drain your energy and which ones replenish it. Because understanding your limits helps you set realistic boundaries. Everybody that knows me personally will know that I love my own space. I absolutely love doing things and being places with the people that I love, but I also have a very low tolerance for social interaction. It's nothing against anybody. As I always say, I am the most loving person. I literally radiate love. I try to pour into every single person that I come in contact with daily, but (laughs) I definitely have a limit. More so in social situations. So for example, it was my friend's birthday a few months ago. We went out to this event. The event was amazing. The music was great. The vibe of the place was amazing. I was with people that I love. It was the first time I'd been out in a long time. So yeah, the situation of itself wasn't a problem. Even the people there weren't a problem. But for me personally, after a few hours, especially not drinking and being around a whole load of intoxicated people, I needed to take five. 
and that is a boundary for me and my friends know love and understand that about me so when I say I'm just gonna go take five they're not like oh my god what's wrong with you or have a drink or stop being silly you're fine they're like okay cool we'll, we'll stay here and they carried on doing their thing they were dancing they were drinking they were having a good time I personally went and took five minutes and this is what I mean about mindfulness and meditation it doesn't have to be sat with your eyes closed humming it can literally be stepping away from situation taking five to concentrate on your breathing or recenter your thoughts so that then you can go about what you were doing so this is what I will do it doesn't matter where I am what I'm doing who I'm around this was a huge event there were hundreds of people there I still managed to find a corner that was quieter and just literally be with my thoughts for five minutes remember why I'm there remind myself that I'm safe remember that I enjoy these situations remind myself that I don't need to drink to have a good time all these little things that then recentered me I was happy I went back to my friends I enjoyed the rest of the night but that is a great example of knowing yourself and enforcing your own boundaries in any situation Okay, so now we've identified our boundaries, hopefully, how do we go about communicating them in an assertive yet respectful manner? This can be difficult, especially if, like yours truly, you are a self-confessed people pleaser and you find it very difficult to do anything that makes you feel like you might upset or offend somebody. So we're going to go over some ways that you can maybe make this a little bit easier. You can easily communicate what it is that you want or don't want, but in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're being a dick. So tip number one on how to do this would be to use I statements. So try to express your needs and boundaries using I to avoid sounding accusative. So for example, saying, um, I need some alone time to recharge rather than saying, you always invade my space. In doing this, it keeps the focus on you and your need rather than the issue that someone else might have caused. So it's a lot easier for people to respect and uphold your boundaries if they don't feel like they're under attack. So by refocusing the statement to being about you, it just makes it a little bit easier for people to accept. So tip number two would be to be clear and specific. You need to articulate clearly what your boundaries are to avoid leaving room for confusion. Be sure to state what is and isn't acceptable and then also the consequences of crossing these boundaries. So a really easy way to explain this is with children. For example, with my boys, it would be if you continue to fight with your brother, you will lose your tablet as a really basic example. So I've clearly stated what isn't acceptable and what the consequences of doing so would be. Tip number three would be to choose your timing wisely. A conversation about boundaries needs to be just that, a conversation, not an argument. So there's no point trying to address and discuss what your boundaries are if you are in the heat of the moment. As I always say, and I know a lot of you have heard me say this many a times, respond, don't react. If you need to step away from a situation and take five minutes to process it properly in your head so that you can respond 
from a level-headed space rather than react in the heat of the moment, do so. And I feel like the same applies to this situation. There is no point trying to have a discussion during an argument because you're not going to get your point across. It's going to be taken the wrong way and nobody's actually going to benefit from it. So yeah, third and final tip would be choose your timing wisely. From both personal experience and speaking to many other people, I definitely feel like the biggest thing that holds people back from setting boundaries is the fear of doing so and also the guilt from doing so which is why it's so important to understand that saying no is not a rejection of the person but a prioritization of your time energy and values so here's a few things to remember when you're setting your boundaries I'm going to refer to my favorite quote again because I think it is so important when remembering why you are setting boundaries in the first place and that is boundaries are not drawn to keep something out but to protect what is in And with that in mind, it's so important to recognise that setting boundaries is a sign of self-respect and self-care. It is not selfish. You need to understand that your well-being is critical and prioritising it is a healthy choice. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot charge people while your own battery is empty. By setting your boundaries and sticking to them yourself, not just expecting other people to, you are giving yourself the best opportunity to be your best and by doing so in turn you can actually do more for others you really need to practice self-compassion and just be kind to yourself understand that it is okay to prioritize your needs and that doing so does not make you a bad person you need to learn to treat yourself with the same compassion you would offer to a friend when addressing your boundaries you need to be firm and clear when saying no be assertive and direct You do not need to over-explain. You do not need to justify why your boundaries are what they are. They are yours. And yes, you need to let people know what they are so they can uphold them. But you do not need to explain them. A no does not need an explanation as to why it is a no. It is simply a no. And no is a full sentence. So we've established what boundaries are, why they're important, and how to enforce them. But which areas are you lacking? Setting boundaries is essential in various areas of life to maintain balance, protect well-being and foster healthy relationships. So here are some of the key areas where establishing boundaries is crucial. As I go through the list of various areas of which we should be setting boundaries, maybe make a personal note or a physical note in your journal of the areas that you think personally you could do with setting more boundaries. So First and foremost, personal space. Protecting personal space and time is fundamental for self-care and maintaining mental and emotional well-being. It allows for relaxation, reflection and the pursuit of your own interests. Number two would be work and professional life. So establishing boundaries at work ensures a healthy work-life balance, prevents burnout and maintains overall job satisfaction. Clear limits help protect personal time and energy. How many of you are overworking? I literally had this conversation with someone the other day where I was saying, do what you are paid to do and nothing more. Employers have got so comfortable with expecting you to do the work of two or three people but only paying you for your role. And this is definitely an area where you need to be putting your foot down and saying no. 
Number three is going to be friendships. So boundaries in social relationships or friendships are vital for maintaining healthy connections. They help manage social expectations, protect personal values and ensure that the relationships are mutually respectful and supportive. So many times do I hear about friendships that are purely one-sided and this is a great place to be establishing your boundaries. If you feel like you are doing more for somebody than they are doing for you, you need to reassess the situation. Now, don't get me wrong, we all have times where we are doing better than others and there is a time where you need to sometimes give 70% because they can only give 30. But if this is a continuous factor and it is always you doing more and you being left feeling drained by a social interaction or a friendship, maybe re-establish if that actually is beneficial to you. Number four, romantic relationships. Clear boundaries in romantic relationships contribute towards a strong foundation. They foster communication, respect individual needs, and provide the framework for resolving conflict, leading to healthier and more fulfilling partnerships. Communication is key. People are not mind readers, as much as we like to think they are sometimes. If you are not speaking on your wants, needs, and desires, your partner cannot know what you are missing or what the relationship is lacking. 99% of issues that come in relationships are purely a lack of communication, be that you communicating what your boundaries and needs are or the other person just not taking it on board and listening to what you are saying. But by knowing what your boundaries in relationships are, whether these are new relationships and these are your boundaries in dating or whether this is a long-term relationship and it is your boundaries with marriage or children or family dynamic you need to clearly state what it is that you want and if this has changed over time be sure that your partner is aware of that number five it's going to be family dynamics boundaries within families can be very complicated but establishing clear expectations and limits help prevent conflict and contribute to overall family well-being Family is a tricky subject because they're family, but at the end of the day, they are still just people that have to understand and respect your boundaries and you have to do the same. A lot of issues arise between siblings or parents or a triangle of parents and siblings because people are not expressing their wants, needs and desires properly. For example, say the parent is elderly and needs care and it's meant to be split between the siblings but one is more capable of doing this than others they might have slightly less on their plate in other areas of life or they might just be stronger mentally this doesn't mean that they should have to do it all it also doesn't mean that they should make the other siblings feel bad for not carrying their weight everybody is going through their own shit and sometimes it is hard to find that balance but again clear boundaries and great communication would go a long way in this situation. Number six, I feel like this is going to be a big one for a lot of people, digital and technology use. Same boundaries around technology, social media, etc. is hard because 99% of the world revolves around it, but we are wasting so much time and energy just scrolling 
other people's lives. We are more focused on what somebody else is doing with their life than we are with our own. And we do get caught up for hours, if not days, in this little fake persona of what life is. It is also so damaging for mental health, the the amount of people comparing their lives to the highlights of other people's that they see is setting unrealistic goals. And we are getting to the point where real isn't good enough and happiness isn't what you feel, it's what you can show other people. So yeah, boundaries within the digital world are extremely important for your mental health. Number seven is going to be financial boundaries. Establishing financial boundaries involves budgeting, saving, communicating with others about shared financial responsibilities. This ensures financial stability and prevents unnecessary stress. Money always has been and always will be a touchy subject for some people. Some people have just learned that it should be secretive or that it's private. And while I completely agree and your financial situation is yours and yours alone. Number seven is going to be financial boundaries. Establishing financial boundaries involves budgeting, saving, communicating with others about shared financial responsibilities. This ensures financial stability and prevents unnecessary stress. Hands up who gets stressed about money when they really don't need to. Yeah, I'm one of those. Don't you be fair, I'm a lot better, but I used to be one of these people. Um, I think as well it's crucial when you have shared responsibility with people that you are on the same page or you at least communicate your stance on things. Because, for example, if you're really, really good at saving and budgeting and your partner isn't, this could be a clash in interest. It could also cause a lot of stress and resentment when it comes to purchases of big things or experiences. Financial boundaries are also really important just for oneself. It's really, really important to know where you stand with your finances and not just bury your head in the sand. It is also a great act of self-care if you can say, I want to achieve X, Y, Z and to do that, I need to do X, Y, Z. So number eight is health and wellness. Setting boundaries around health involves prioritising self-care, maintaining a balanced diet, ensuring adequate sleep, moving your body because you deserve it, not because you hate it. Setting boundaries when it comes to health and wellness could project itself in so many different ways. It could be going home early from a night out because you are prioritising getting enough sleep and rest or because you want to get up early the next morning to go for the run that you promised yourself you you were going to go on or the walk that you've been waiting to do with your family. It could be saying no to Fat Fridays at work because you are focusing on eating better and maintaining a better balanced diet. It could be making sure that you definitely get yourself to the gym for the session that you promised yourself you were going to do that week or trying that new class despite the fact that you're anxious or nervous about doing so. So number nine is personal goals and aspirations. Boundaries in pursuing personal goals help prioritise and allocate time and resources effectively. They help prevent distraction and ensure a focused approach to achieving those aspirations. There are going to be times when you have goals and desires that nobody else in your life understands and having boundaries in this area is so important to maintain your focus and not allow yourself to get distracted by outside factors. I remember when I was doing my qualification to be a life coach, 
and there were people in my life that didn't understand why I wanted to do it, didn't understand why I was investing the money into it, um, but I was focused and I had my boundaries set firm that this was something that I wanted to do and I was happy investing my time and money into doing so. There were definitely parts where I could have listened to other people instead of my own boundaries and maybe changed the path that I was on. But luckily I had my boundaries set firm and then I got to where I wanted to be. So other people don't have to understand your goals for them to be worthy. If you have something in life that you want to achieve, stand firm on it and do so regardless of what other people think. So our 10th and final category for areas of which you should be setting boundaries in life is going to be spiritual and emotional well-being. Establishing boundaries in spiritual and emotional aspects involves protecting your beliefs, engaging in practices that bring peace and fostering emotional resilience. It contributes to a more balanced and centred life. Everybody has their own beliefs and their own ideas about life and it is not anyone else's place to try and sway you on these. Whatever you believe and whatever you feel, stand firm on that boundary. I'm lucky and blessed to have friends that believe in all different wonders of the world. We may not always see eye to eye on things and we may believe in slightly different things but we all respect each other's boundaries on these. We are not here to try and sway people's thoughts and feelings and opinions. We are simply here to respect that that is what they choose. And although it may be different to you, it does not mean that it's wrong in any way, shape or form. So spiritual boundaries are incredibly important and to be sure that no matter what is going on around you, you hold firm to whatever it is that is true within you. So to round up today's episode, Angels, in essence, setting boundaries in these various areas is about creating a framework that aligns with personal values, priorities and well-being. It establishes individuals to navigate life with intention, ensuring a balance between personal fulfilment and responsibilities. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this gave you a clearer insight as to what boundaries are, why they're important and where the hell you should be enforcing them in life. And remember, by honouring your boundaries, you are honouring yourself. Until next time, angels. So my angels, that's a wrap on today's self-love adventure. If you're loving the vibe, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. It is your love that powers this podcast and your support that helps other angels find their way to the self-love party. So share the love and let the world know. Drop a five-star review and share this with someone that needs it. And guess what? If you're ready to take your self-love journey to the next level, I'm here for you. Check out the show notes for details on one-to-one coaching sessions and let's make your self-love story epic. Until next time, angels, keep shining and always remember you are worth every bit of love that you give. See you next time.